God only knows what you've been through. God only knows what they say about you. God only knows how they kill you. Yeah, he's a king. And that God only knows. God only knows what you've been through. God only knows what they say about you. God only knows who you It's the kind of love that God only knows. Do not own the rights to this music. Gotta say that. We can start over. We can start over. We can start over. I like this song too, Deborah. What's up, Catherine Lance? Gotta get this all situated. It's my favorite song, man. Find the love that God only knows what you've been through. God only knows what they say about you. God only knows the real you. It's the kind of love that God only knows. Say about you, God only knows. Again, I do not own the rights to this music. Facebook, you better not mute me. Let's go. Let's get some uh, thumbs up. Can y'all hear me? Hopefully you can. Hopefully I'm loud and clear. For some reason, um, the mic wasn't picking up my voice the other day, which was annoying, but... Anyways, guys, we're going to talk about patience today because Lord knows I need me some patience. Man, isn't patience so hard to uh, to have, to, to, to maintain? You know, it's, it's – take this hoodie off, man. Um, patience is so, so vital. You know, it's so – we need it. With, with our uh, our daily lives, you know, we got to have it for everything, you know, especially if you got kids, you know, um, or even people that work for you, you know, we just, we just have to have patience for everything. Um, I'm kind of mad at my mom. She's taking a nap right now, and uh, I don't like that because I like her to be a part of these lives. But guess what? My sister's here. Nicole's here. So Nicole can pick up where my mom lives off. You know, we've been missing you, Coco. Um, so let's go, man. Let's get this going, right? The definition of patience. The capa capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. That's everything, right? Everything. Because, I mean, I'm one of those people that a lot of things annoy the heck out of me, man. A lot of things. Like, I hate waiting on people. Hate it. Hate waiting on people. You know, I don't care if people wait on me. They better wait on me <laughs> for all I care. But I'm not waiting on nobody, man. I remember back in my bad days, you know, I pull up to somebody's house to, uh, you know, make a delivery, so would say. And, man, if they weren't outside, I was gone. <laughs> Split. I was not waiting for them. Was not. But I also learned how to have patience if I was waiting on somebody to deliver a package to me. 
you know, because I would wait all day for that. I would wait and wait and wait and give the benefit of the doubt and just keep on waiting. And uh, I'd be annoyed, but I would still keep on waiting. Anyway, so I just gave the definition of uh, <laughs> of patience. You know, I'm going to start it out with a prayer. Again, guys, I have to take notes so I don't get too sidetracked. So uh, here we go. Jesus, I know that I must trust in you with all my heart, and I know that I must not lean on my own understanding because the path that I choose will lead me down a road of destruction. It is foolish to let my heart guide my paths, so I place my life in your hands. I pray that I never doubt you and your wisdom. Instead, I will acknowledge you in all my ways so that I can, you can grant me patience and direct my paths in line with your word. I ask and know that you will answer me and tell me the great and unsearchable things that I do not know. I thank you for divine understanding that reveals to me the things that I do not understand. I pray for patience and understanding in all the areas of our lives, at work, our homes, our relationships. I thank you for allowing me to see things like you do. Lord, please help us to be patient with great understanding because a person who is quick to get mad or frustrated only shows foolishness. I pray that I reflect you in all ways and that you, your understanding will direct my behavior. Let patience have its way within my heart so that I can reflect a godlike patience to those around me. Let your understanding shape me as a person so that I can reach and understand those who need you. Amen. Hey, Jaden. What's up, brother? Um, so there's a little prayer on patience, guys. Um, I got some scriptures. I got, you know, I got, I got some things that I took notes on. Uh, I've been kind of working on this all day. I say all day, uh, about midday till now. Um, because patience is such a hard thing for me. You know, it's, it's, I have none of it. And I pray about it daily, you know. Um, you know, it, I'm, I'm glad Jesus came into my heart and, uh, touched me because, you know, I got the news on my birthday that, I. You know, they weren't offering probation that I was going to have to go before the judge. And that freaked me out. I immediately got scared. I immediately got impatient. I immediately lost faith. I, you know, everything set set into place. And so I texted my mom and I was like, tell David I'm, I'm going to take the deal. I'm going to take the 14 uh, months probation. I mean, 14 months prison time. And my mom was like, are you sure? She's like, your medication, this and that. And something told me, wait, wait. So I texted my lawyer, and I told my lawyer, David Rogers, if you're watching this, man, love you. Thank you for everything that you do. Sad that you made judge. I'm happy for you that you made judge, but sad that you can no longer be my lawyer. But anyways, I texted him, and I told him, I said, hey, man, what's uh, what's the worst that can happen if I go before the judge? Can he send it to me to more time than they're offering? And he said, absolutely. He said they, he doesn't have to give you what they're offering. You know, there, there's always the worst-case scenario, and the worst-case scenario is – he can send it to you to longer time and um, supervision as well. Um, so it freaked me out. So, uh, you know, I, I start start praying to God. And I'm like, God, you know, like, what do I do? Because I've done prison. I know I can do it. I'm not scared of it. But in the same sense, I don't want to go to prison. You know, who wants to go to prison? Who wants to do that? So I'm sitting there, I've been battling myself since my birthday, actually before my birthday, because I knew that day was coming. I knew I was going to gonna have the decision to make, you know, and he pro, my, my lawyer prolonged it. Yeah, you're right, Deborah, 
David Rogers' mom did pass away. Rest in peace. You know, been praying for him too. But um, I've been battling with this decision. You know, do I take do I take it to the judge and uh, risk getting sentenced longer, or do I take the deal? You know, and the logical thing and the logical thinking is like, take the deal, man. Take the deal. Don't don't go before the judge. You can get sentenced longer. This and that. And uh, man, I just felt Jesus moving me. This whole message. Um, this guy, Jacob Sanchez, and hopefully I, and Albert Hall, we went to Intercourt uh, Friday night, and that that was awesome. It was awesome. If y'all watch the lives on that, but one of the messages they were preaching was wait, wait, be still, quit moving, quit thinking, just wait, just wait. And man, that just kept speaking to me because I just kept feeling the Holy Spirit. And I kept feeling Jesus telling me wait, be patient, wait. And Miguel's told me, just wait, Chase. Don't make a decision. You got a week for a reason. My mom's told me, she's like, Chase, I don't want you to do prison time. Everybody's telling me don't do prison time. And I'm scared. You know, I'm only human, so I'm scared. I'm scared that I'm going to get longer time. But also, I know if I was to get longer time, that Jesus would see me through it. But in the same sense, that's not having faith in our Lord, right? Like, I'm already questioning it. I'm already doubting it. So therefore, I'll give you all my decision. I'm going before the judge. I'm not signing no deal because I know, I know that I know that I know that I know that I know Jesus is not, it's not going to, I'm not going to go to prison. I know that I've been patient and I've heard him speak to me. I've heard him say, Chase, you're not going. Chase, I got this. Here's this scenario. Here's this outcome. Stop thinking the worst. I got you. And I have to believe that he's got me because he's got me. He saw me through heart failure. He saw me through a coma. He saw me through liver failure. He saw me through kidney failure. So why can't I be patient and just wait and see what the judge says? Lord, the Lord told me he will see me. He will see it through my favor. And I believe that. And I, I wholeheartedly believe that, you know, and, and, and it's been hard. It's been a battle with myself because I've been sitting here, you know, it's pride and ego takes over. And I'm like, man. I can do prison. I ain't no punk. I ain't no, I ain't no wussy. I ain't scared of this. I ain't scared of that. But in the same sense, it ain't about being scared. It ain't about having that ego. It's about knowing that Jesus is going to see me through every bit of that. And by seeing me through that, he's going to make sure that I get blessed with probation. My mom even, my mom speaking into, into, uh, speaking it out saying that he's going to give me time served. You know what I mean? And I talked with this, uh, awesome dude, Sebastian, uh, Sebastian told me, he's like, man, he said, I'm telling you right now, you're not going to go to prison. He said, because I'm praying that, I'm speaking that. And if you believe that, Chase, and you pray that, that's what's going to happen. And I feel, firmly believe, and I have it in my heart, and I have it in my stomach, and I have it in my mind now, that that's not, that that's what's going to happen, is I'm going to get probation or, you know, that's it. Uh, God's going to see me through it. And he's been speaking to me. He's been telling me, you take that deal, you're a fool. If you don't believe me. You're a fool. Sure, Chase, I'll see you through prison. But that's not what's going to happen if you trust in me, if you have faith in me, if you be patient and sit still. It's going to be good. It's going to be better. It's going to be it's going to be great. You know, so Coco, if you're still watching, know that I'm not taking the deal. Know that I'm not going to prison. I know that was one of the hardest times that you've ever been through, you know, back in 2015 when I was in prison. It was hard on everybody. It was hard on my whole family. It was hard on me, you know, but just know I'm not going to prison. I'm not. I feel it. I know it. Jesus is going to see me through it. David Rogers has done his job. 
He's going to make sure that the judge sees that we've done our job. We're going to present everything that we got. And worst case scenario, we get probation. And we can do that. You know, and I'm not scared of that. But that's all because I was patient. And because I'm going to remain patient. I'm not going to let the devil scare me into taking a deal. I'm not going to let the world scare me into to taking that deal. I'm not. Because I know and I have faith that Jesus will see me through it. I just have to be still. I just have to wait. And I have to be patient. You know, the Bible sums it up pretty well. Love one another as God loves you. Be calm in times of anger and be quick to forgive. If we reflect on these, these key values during the most impatient times of our lives, we'll be sure to feel God's guidance and calm wash over us. And I'm telling you, it does. If we ask the Lord, to, ask the Lord for help and we are patient enough to receive it, he will give it when we need it the most. I'm telling you. I've needed it the most. You know, my sister's been devastated thinking that I might be going back to prison. I've been devastated thinking about how am I going to tell my six-year-old son who doesn't understand, you know, right from wrong. He understand, And how am I going to explain it to him? How am I going to tell him, like, hey, man, daddy's not going to be able to see you for over a year. You know, are you sure he can come to visits? But who wants their kid to come see them? With this COVID stuff, ain't visited, no visiting is happening. You know what I mean? And no, no telling how long that's going to that's gonna be going on. You know, but even my 12-year-old daughter who needs me the most right now, sure, she's got Scott. And Scott, I love you to death, and you're an amazing father figure to my daughter. But she needs me just as much as she needs Scott, you know? And she needs me to be there. Even though I'm not there physically, she needs me to be there every day and not in letters and not in, not in JPEGs. You know what I mean? And, and, and I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there for her because I was patient. And I waited it out. And, you know, I don't go to court for a good little bit, you know, on, on you know, going to see the judge. But I'm not scared no more. I know that Jesus is going to see me through this, man. And I believe it wholeheartedly. And I know y'all believe it. Proverbs 15:18, A hot-tempered person stir, stirs up conflict. But the one who is patient calms a quarrel. Man, I, I grew up. I've said it in several other um, lives. An impatient, angry, little midget. <laughs> it's been since March since we last saw Motor. I know I know that's tough, man. I know that's tough. You know, families not get to see their 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 loved ones, man. They're they shut it down. They don't want corona inside prisons and so they got it shut down. Casey, watch it later, brother. I love you, man. I'm I'm so glad to see you doing good. Uh, but yeah, so Proverbs 15, 18, I'll repeat it real quick. Hot, a hot-tempered person stirs up conflict, but the one who is patient calms a quarrel. You know, that's, I've grow, I've always been angry. You know, just the other day, me and Shay, we went to, uh, I need you too, Miguel. We went to McDonald's, and this impatient mother effer behind me, behind Shay, because I ain't driving. She's driving. You know, women drivers, they suck. No, I'm just kidding. But this dude behind us, he's honking the horn like we can go somewhere. You know, the line's out to the street. We can't go anywhere. We can't scoot up. But he can get around us. But he said he's going to be impatient. He's going to honk his horn at us like we can go somewhere. I'm getting mad thinking about this situation. You know, he's being impatient. And finally, we're able to scoot up. After he's honked at us several times, he pulls up beside us, staring me down. And here I am, angry little midget, staring him down. I roll down my window and I say, what? <laughs> He rolls down his window. He says, what? And I said, what? <laughs> he, it's stupid now. I'm laughing at it now. 
Miguel said, you know what you how you could have changed that whole scenario? Is you should have said, What's your name? You know, I know y'all seen the TikTok. Ezekiel. F you, Ezekiel, what's your name? Anyways, Miguel said I should have did that. The dude pulls over there and him and his girl hop out like they're about to jump me. Shay's telling me, she's like, calm down, it ain't worth it. Cops are coming, blah, blah, blah. Don't get out, don't do that. And Lord knows, I probably can't even fight these days. I wasn't very good at fighting the, in the old days. These days, I'm going to get winded after two punches. But I was so mad because the dude was so impatient and so, you know, like telling us to get out of his way when we weren't even, like we had to be in his way. You know, and it ruined my day. You know, th I think that was on my birthday. It ruined my day. You know, and I let it get to me so bad. Shay, you know, she tries to comfort me. She's like, it's okay. And I pushed her hand away. I was like, stop. You know what I mean? Because it got me so mad. But, you know, had I been patient with his impatientness, all that could have been solved. And I could have not, you know, I, I would have laughed at him for being so angry about something we can't control. We can't control the line moving slow. We can't control traffic. We can't. I can't control Shay's bad driving. She's a woman. It's it's given. I'm just kidding again, guys. Not all women are bad drivers, but all Asians are. <laughs> oh, sorry. I shouldn't be like that. Um. Anyways, uh, you know, had I been patient, you know, there would have been no quarrel. There would have been no conflict. There would have been no nothing. That dude could have been mad all day long. He would still got in his his dang Burger King line. Just at the same speed as he did, you know, waiting on us, waiting on everybody else. John 13, 7 says, Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. How many of us are are going through hardships? You know, Deborah, I was in, uh, I was in on your conversation with my mom the other day. I've been praying nonstop for your brother, nonstop for your brother. I know the Lord's going to move and take the masses away, and, and I know the Lord's going to move in with your brother. I know he's going to be healed. I have faith in it. I believe it, and it's going to happen. But how many times have we not understood what we are going through? How many times have we – the water's been so, you know, so rampant and so crazy and that we just feel like we're getting drowned, and, and, and we just don't understand why we're going through it, why it's happening, why this person's doing it, going through it. Why? We just don't understand why. You know, in John 13, 7, Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Guys, if you're just patient and you just wait and you just take on the trials and tribulations, you take it on the chin and you handle that and you have faith that God's going to see you through it, that Jesus is with you no matter what, you will understand. It may not be... Six months from now, it may not be a year from now, maybe several years from now, you're going to look back and be like, man, Jesus, I know why you put me, I know not why you put me through that, but I know now why I went through that. I know now why those things happened. And I didn't understand then, but I understand now. Psalms 41, 41, <laughs> I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. Just like this, you know, me telling y'all about, you know, going to to jail, you know, and I, and I was I was pretty upset about it. Me and Drew went live about it, and he was talking, you know, one of his lives was a uh, consequences, you know, for everything we do in this life. There's a consequence, no matter what, no matter if the consequence is good or bad. There's a consequence, 
you know, and, and everybody's affected by every single thing that we do. We're just a, a little stone in a pond causing big ripples, right? But Drew even went, you know, we went and talked about uh, consequences. And you know, I've been talking to Jesus like no other, man. Sister Wallace, if you're watching this, I started speaking in tongues the other day. The Holy Spirit got me. I'm driving home by myself, and I'm worshiping Jesus. And it's yesterday, actually. I took Mom and, and Miguel to Lovington. I'm driving home, and I'm praising the Lord, and I'm worshiping. I got Christian music blaring, and that's all I listen to these days, guys. If y'all don't listen to that, you're missing out. That gets my day going. That puts me to sleep every night. Man, it's just a, it's just a totally different feeling all the way around you know and, and once you receive the holy spirit you'll see what i'm talking about you don't have taste buds for anything else nothing else all you want and all you crave is jesus and, and his word and his music and everything that's holy and everything that's great and i again i was baptisms sister wallace and pastor steve uh weaver they're doing them free of charge guys free of charge we can go down there i'll go with you anyways but I, you know, I've been sitting here crying, moping, being upset, you know, thinking like, man, I'm going to have to take that deal. I'm going to have to take that deal because I'm going to get offered something else if I go to go to, to court, go to trial. And so I start praying to the Lord instead of, you know, asking the Lord, like, see me through prison. I'm like, Lord, see me through this court. I'm going to, Lord, I have faith in you that, that you're going to see me through this. And I've got so much peace, man, so much. I just know that I'm going to get at the most probation or, or, you know, at the most probation because I know I believe and I have faith that that's what's going to happen. So the Lord, you know, he heard my cries. He heard my my depression. He heard my sorrows and he's given me peace about it. You know, he, he's there for me. James 5, 8, you too, be patient, stand firm because the Lord's coming is near. Guys, we're in the end times. I mean, I can go on a whole a whole spill about that. We are in the end times. Do y'all see how crazy this world is? Y'all see how how nuts how how California's burning. California, man, that state right there is something in its own own little thing. But they took Jesus out of everything, man, and I'm telling you, it's burning down. And so is Oregon. Um. You'll stand firm. Stand firm in what you believe in. I, I was talking with my buddy Garrett Joyner. Here's your shout-out, brother. I was talking with him yesterday before church. I was like, man, isn't it funny how I used to make fun of people like me that I am now, a Jesus freak, Bible thumper. You know, I used to make I used to point like, look at this dude in the front uh, in the front of the, the uh, auditorium dancing and jumping around, doing all this stuff. Like, that dude is a nerd. And that's exactly what I told Garrett. I said, I used to tell, I'd be like, look at this nerd. You go to church camp and laugh at the people that are, have their hands up, man. I'm telling you, I told Aubrey this at that at that uh, inner court, and I told my mom this. If I can get up at a Coetzel concert and have my hands raised, fist pumping, dancing, shouting Coetzel music, I can do that at church. If Coetzel's worthy of me having my hands up to him and me giving him praise, so is Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you, I don't feel as good raising my hands up for the co-wetzel as I do for Jesus. I'm telling you that right now. It's not the same feeling at all. And I will gladly lift my hands. You know, I've seen you move. You moving mountains. Don't get me started on that song. I won't stop singing that. But um, 
I gotta stop saying anyways. I say anyways a lot. Oh, guys, good things come to those who really wait. I firmly believe that, and I know that's the truth. And y'all know that's the truth. If y'all were were patient at, at a restaurant, you know that good meal shows up. You know, and sometimes waiting brings uh, devastation. Waiting brings brings uh, you know gets you distraught and gets you upset. Because waiting sometimes we don't we we wait for this big huge you know uh, gift to come, and we set so such high standards for this gift that when we finally get it and it's not quite what we thought, we start well man I shouldn't have waited for that I shouldn't have well maybe you need to see the 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 silver lining in that maybe you need to understand that that gift is actually greater than the gift that you were you were expecting. Um, as virtues go, patience is a quiet one. It's often shown behind closed doors and not on a public stage. Like a parent telling a third bedtime story to their child, an athlete waiting for an injury to heal. In public, it's the impatient ones who grab all our attention, right? The drivers honking in traffic, mumbling customers in slow-moving lines. We have epic movies that tell tales about the virtues of courage and compassion, but a movie about patience might be a bit of a boring one if you ask me. It's crazy because patience is essential to our daily life and possibly be the key to a happy one. Having patience means being able to wait calmly in the face of frustration or adversity. So anywhere there's frustration or adversity, which is nearly everywhere in this world, guys, we have the opportunity to practice patience. At home with our kids, at work with our colleagues, at the grocery store, with half of our city's population, patience can make the difference between getting annoyed and letting things ruin our day or letting things go and being at peace. Patience is not the ability to wait, but the ability to keep a good attitude while waiting. Anybody can wait angrily, mad, you know, anybody. Praying for you, Miguel, all, like always, man. I pray for everybody, but yeah, of course, safe travels. But uh, we do offer savage masks, yes. Sorry, guys, but let, let me repeat that. And Addie, you know, she made me something cool. She's going to post it. Um, I don't know if she's going to post it to the page. Maybe she could post it right here on the, on the thread. But patience is not the ability to wait, but the ability to keep a good attitude while waiting. We all have to wait to get our oil changed. We all have to wait for our food. We all have to wait for our significant others or friends to get uh, to get dressed. We all have to wait for work to give us our raises. We all have to wait in some sort of thing, some sort, form or fashion every single day. We have to wait on something. Patience is the ability to have a good attitude while waiting. You know, so if you just accept that as something that we have to endure every single day and have a good attitude about it then having patience is easy waiting is easy it's not going to devastate you or, or change your day you know uh patience doesn't mean being passive or having resignation but power it's an emotionally freeing practice of waiting watching and knowing when to act right patience doesn't mean being passive okay it doesn't mean having resignation but patience in itself is powerful. It's an emotionally freeing practice of waiting, watching, and knowing when to act. 
You know, you sit, you wait, you watch. You know, the first time I went to prison, um, the only time I went to prison and the only time I've ever been to prison and ever going to prison, this old timer told me, he said, man, the smartest thing you can do when you hit your unit is you sit there and you wait and you observe and you watch and you listen and you hear. You don't interact you know, you don't you don't be a part of that. You be patient and you be still and you watch everybody and how they carry themselves. You know, and you'll you'll be able to see and navigate where you wanna go, who you wanna associate with, which I mean, key to yourself if you go to prison. But uh you know, it, it's going to prison you sit back and you watch and you wait and and, and you observe and then you know when to act how to talk to people, who to talk to, who's important to talk to. You know, patience in, in involves patient involve involves, wow, you being understanding and sensitive while taking on some sort of personal discomfort to relieve the suffering or hardships of those around us. You know, waiting, being patient sometimes is 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 uncomfortable. You know, I hate waiting. I'm telling you, I'm I'm the biggest. I, this message right here is for myself, because I'm not sensitive to to what people got going on. You know, I'm not understanding what people are going on. They need to be sensitive to my time and be understanding that it's my time. You know what I mean? So being patient involves you being understanding and being sensitive, while taking on some sort of personal discomfort to relieve the suffering or hardships of those around us. You know, you you have to be able to be willing to endure those things. You have to be understanding. You have to be empathetic. You have to be. We could try to shelter ourselves from frustration and adversity, but they come with the territory of being human. Practicing patience in everyday situations, like with the driver who sits through a green light, doesn't that frustrate us? Doesn't that make us so mad? I will lay on my little weird sounding horn. Beep. That's how my horn sounds on my truck. I will lay on that horn if somebody's sitting in a green light, especially on turn and left. Man, let's go. You see that light's green? Get off your phone and let's go. Man, but somebody honks at me while I'm sitting through a green light. Pfft, bet we gonna fight or at least say what to each other. <laughs> Anyways, you know, uh, having patience for a driver who sits through a green light or a person paying for groceries with coins will not only make life easier and more enjoyable today, but it can also help pave the way for a better and more successful future. You know, I mean, if you, guys, being patient is everything, dude. I'm telling you, it's everything. And it does, it does pave the way. You know, having patience, it does pave the way to to a brighter future, believe it or not, and being more successful. Because if you wait on that, on that, um, that, that job promotion, if you wait on that raise, it will come, especially if you're working hard, guys. Don't wait and get complacent and stop putting in, in, in work. Good things ain't going to come to those who lay around. You know, laying, being patient and laying around, you know, waiting for something to happen. In the same sense, be patient, but get up and go get what's yours. You know what I mean? Work hard every single day, no matter what. And have patience, then it's going to happen, guys. Telling you, let me go back to my notes, make sure. <sighs> I think we're there, guys. I mean, I've pretty much um, touched on everything I wanted to touch on regarding patience, guys. I said, you know, said the Bible, said the scriptures. But anyways, um, 
You know, I feel like I, I've talked a little bit good today. Uh, I just lost all train of thought, guys. You know, somebody just messaged me, told me, told me, tell me I was beautiful. So my mind went there. Uh, hey, you keep the peaches out of here, guys. Let's give a couple shout-outs, man. I'm really upset that my mama wasn't in this, but she'll get to rewatch it, and hopefully she'll understand that she needs to be a part of all these. I'm glad my sister was here. Let's give her some shout-outs. Christy. Hi, Casey. Love you, brother. Aubrey, you are not a great driver. You are a woman driver who can't see at night. That's why I drive when I ride with you. That's why I drive with everybody. But say, I will just say this, even though she hits curbs, I do let her drive because she's a woman driver. Actually, Jessica, I let her drive. She ain't too bad. My mom, she ain't driving nothing, though. Nothing. She hits every single curb known to man. Deborah, love you. Praying for you and your brother. Praying for Motor. Praying for everybody. Keith, I'm glad you're able to make it, bro. Keith has a, a page, guys. I think it's Rise Above. Follow his page, man. He does some. He posts some good stuff. Uh, Catherine Lance, love you, woman. Miguel, we always praying for you and your travels, brother. Tara, hi. Courtney Jean, yes, we offer masks. Yes. Melissa, patience with ourselves. Yeah, I mean, we got to understand. I get so frustrated at the littlest things, and I've been working on it a lot, and and it's made my days easier and better, and it's made me more enjoyable to be around. You know, I look at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, dang, I can hang out with you today, Chase. <laughs> uh, Lori, hope you had a great Monday. Patience is key. Yes, ma'am, it is. Karen, how you doing? Anna, me and you still need to have that dance off, and we need to eat them ghost peppers. Oh, guys, so... I think I touched everybody pretty much. Coco, love you. Shay, love you. All right, guys, I'm about to get up out of here. I love every single one of y'all. Okay, again, share the videos, guys. Like them. You know, whoever shares the most. By the way, I think um, I ain't gonna say who the winner is so far, but uh. You know, share the videos. Those who share them the most will get either the choice of a hat or a T-shirt and a mask. Okay? It's the same value. It's $25 for a T-shirt and $10 for a mask or $35 for a hat. Okay? Um, so share it the most. Whoever shares it the most every two weeks is going to have their choice. Okay? Um, also, any prayer requests, any testimonies, let's hear them, guys. Reach out to me on Messenger. Um, reach out on the page. Um, also, starting next week, I haven't I haven't uh, got it into motion yet, but starting next week, I'm gonna start taking phone calls, right? So you can share your test testimony over live. We'll you know I, either anonymously or whatever, but we'll share we'll share it over Facebook Live so people can actually hear you talk. Um, I can also bring you in, you know, here and there on, on the Facebook Lives. Haven't really got that down yet, so I know I'm going to start using StreamYard and, and, and doing it that way. Take notes from Drew and Catherine because I know they, they're pros at it. But anyways, guys, I love every single one of y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, we're praying you sell your car. I'm also selling my car. We won't get on that right now. But I love all y'all. Thank y'all for watching. Stay Savage Strong. <laughs>